am I going to get the bands to come? If you book them, they will come. Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. This is episode three of Through Our Lens. Um, the episode podcast trois. That, trois, <laughs> as we've discussed. Uh, we didn't discuss that on the air. Those French accents was before, but that's fine. Um, welcome. We're back. We're back. That's right. I'm, I'm home. <laughs> I'm, in, <laughs> I'm in Canada land, finally. Yeah, outside of the uh, the kidnapped vehicle and back in far less chaotic environment <laughs> far less chaotic environment today mm-hmm. <laughs> in um, the comfort of my own home very interesting as far as the time we're recording this because there was thoughts of potentially recording this while out on the road but you decided to stay at home which i'm proud of you for because i know that you are <laughs> one of those people to be like fuck it hit the road and figure it out later but um that's actually true and you are exactly right about that i was supposed to be going to winnipeg for easter weekend for easter weekend there was a comeback kids show that was announced um at the albert which is happening it will have already come and gone by the time this is out but Mm. um for those of you who are not from winnipeg and are fans of comeback kid you should know that uh that band typically plays a um a non-typical venue when they are playing the hometown of Winnipeg. Uh, it's usually a small bar show. It's always a lot of fun. Um, and that was, that's supposed to be happening this week, but there is a massive winter storm uh, hitting Southern Manitoba right now. And I had multiple people begging me not to make the drive because I would have been cutting it very, very close. Um, and probably just driving there to get stuck in a snowstorm and stuck in someone's house for a couple of days anyways. So staying in the west where we don't get four feet of snow in the middle of april yeah we we still do get snow because it did a little bit it was plus 20 last week and now it's minus 20 uh but that's kind of the name of the game i was on my balcony tanning on friday afternoon because it was 20 degrees celsius and it was beautiful Mm -hmm. and uh i really was not into the idea of getting stuck in a snowstorm yeah so not on the road. I am yeah. here. I, I am hoping that those shows can still happen. Um, I hope so. It's uh, yeah, it, it, it's bananas. I think when I was seeing some stories, it was like historic snow levels coming to Manitoba. And I was like, okay, historic's a pretty getting... strong word, especially for Winnipeg winters, for sure. So I don't, it's funny. My dad actually texted me and he was like, I don't usually listen to the weather, but I really don't think it's a good idea that you come here this week. And I was like, I must get that from you because I'm the same way, especially (laughs) living in Alberta. It's like the weather's so unpredictable, Mm. but I usually just don't, especially winter storms when I have a trip planned. Like, you know me, you just said it. I'm like, I usually am like, fuck it. We'll deal with it if it happens. But um, then they started canceling flights left, right and center, big, huge tours like tours happening at the arena started rerouting and, and canceling their dates for this week. Right. Um, so I figured that was a pretty good sign that they, the weatherman might be correct this time. It's, it seems like very it is, Canadian so. of us to spend the first like few minutes of this podcast. Talking just about being a like... snowstorm in April. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, this is we, a, not a meteorologist podcast. This is a hardcore podcast. Um, but no, but for those of you ever curious how we deal with snow, there's a reason why some uh, Canadian tours don't usually start until May right. and they end in September. It's because we get snow until the end of April and yeah. it starts again at the beginning of September, depending on where you're at. So, and Literally any band that I talk to that I'm like, please come tour Canada, but don't tour from like November to like, by the way, you have nine weeks to get this shit done. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it is what it is. Should we check some bevs? Yes. Uh, before we do that, I just want to, uh, applaud us for having a very like colorful, like the vibrant orange (laughs) and like the trench, like ooze, like that looks like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like ooze green. Which you know. I usually do not buy colored merch, period. Never mind highlighter green <laughs> hoodies. But I, it's been it's been a good it's been a good hoodie. Shout out to Trench. Shout, mad shout out to Trench. So yeah, glad that you know it wasn't like you were wearing the super bright hoodie and I was just wearing the all black you know whatever mm-hmm. that I usually wear. So I think I think it was good that we were on the same wavelength. Um, yeah, but unplanned. yeah. Um, Let's check some bevs. Uh, big episode uh, for Jessa and I. Uh, this is the first time we're, I think, one of the first times we're actually sitting down and really talking through uh, not old, not only the Hold Your Ground Fest that Jessa and Kyle are booking in Toronto, but also the Scope Five Year Fest that Jessa mm-hmm. and I are doing in Calgary. So there's a lot to unpack when it comes to the the why behind a lot of these things uh, and i'm very excited to talk about the lineups um but as tradition uh on the scope podcast we have to check bevs before we do any music stuff so yes uh sir. can i go first because you entered the you episode? go ahead yeah you go ahead. cool um i what haven't had one got? of those i haven't had one of these on the podcast in a long long time i think mm-hmm. when season two of the podcast started i was like heavily leaning on a lot of my beverage sponsors and i haven't been able to like splice in some of like just the random finds so i'm drinking a da 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 mash oh okay. so it's watermelon that up in the lemon us? Lime. no no uh you oh. can get it at bite um I'm that's the main connoisseur so <laughs> so it's a sparkling fruit drink Ooh, and that looks nice you know, I, I made a joke when I first was drinking this on the podcast that I would only drink it with bands that I would personally mosh to. So the way that I'm viewing it as we're going to talk about a lot of the a lot of bands for both fests that I would personally mosh to, hence drinking this on the episode. Perfect. Uh, what I about you? It. What do you got? I actually, I know I come in usually like, oh, I just need water. I just need to stay hydrated. Now I, I do have my liquid death as per usual, but... <laughs> Um, I'm actually drinking tea today. So mm. friend of the podcast, um, Pitch Black North. This is for those of you watching, I'll show you the packaging, the satanic tea co. Um, this is the homie Dom, uh, local to Calgary. He's also uh, sponsoring the scoped five year fest. So I figured it was a fitting beverage for today. So I'm drinking black lavender. So it's a black tea with lavender, peppermint, and some vanilla. It's delicious. That sounds bomb. That and it's funny because I also have a liquid death as a backup bev as well. <laughs> there was little. I was in a work meeting, and mm-hmm. it was one of those like DEI, like very like uh very high, like high 
attention and you know it's not like i'll just leave and grab whatever and i've never been more thankful just to be able to reach behind me to reach and grab just, behind you yeah <laughs> like i'm so dehydrated because i'm in this two-hour call but let me just let me just do yeah. one of these um but oh. yeah great bev choice um i think dom when he was on the podcast was like episode one or two or something oh, it's been gee, a long been a ass long time. time so he's yeah. a real one and you know obviously you should have him you should have him back on. He's grown a like grown a lot in oh, that business since he started. Night so. and day. I think I I don't know if there's any way that you can go back and see when you were following someone and how many like followers they had, but it's like he's an like I feel like Dom is famous, so to speak now. Like <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. The Kitty collab <laughs> New Metal fan, like come Big on. Fucking he's deal. killing it. Yeah, he's killing it. Awesome. Um, well, cheers to you. I feel like this cheers, Jessa, is long overdue with all the hard work that we've both been doing. So this one's for you and all our uh blood, sweat, and tears that we've poured into the last couple of uh months and months to come. But uh it's an understatement. Understatement, absolutely. Cheers. Bing bang boom. All right. Um last time we talked, I was in Indiana. Right. <laughs> And I feel like there's been a lot happening since then. Um, Texas, I was mm -hmm. in Texas, which I talked about going to Texas last time we recorded, but I had not been there yet. And I'm here to say, I love Texas a lot. <laughs> Dallas was fun. That show was a blast. Um, Austin, even better. Mm. I will say this. I have never, I was not one to go to Warp Tour anybody that knows me knows I didn't have like an emo phase per se, um, was just not a warp tour kid. We also lived somewhere where we didn't have warp tour. So it would have been, you know, an eight hour drive down South to Minneapolis to go to the nearest warp tour. And I just wasn't that interested when I was that, when I was a teenager before warp tour ended. So, um, the venue in Austin was outdoors that all of that is to say that I have never been to a hardcore show or anything like it outside ever in my life probably has a lot to do with being Canadian. We just don't have outdoor <laughs> venues yes. really at all. Um, and the venue in Austin was super, super dope and it was a, a very good time. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's number one. We had a whole weekend of shows in Alberta for yeah. the first time since then. Uh, be busy. before we get to that, um, I wanted to ask for the, the Texas weekend because it was like, it was two days and it was same, the same lineup both days. Exactly so the same lineup were you keeping days, yeah. track of like, oh, the ingrown set on the first day was way better than the second or vice versa? Or did that not cross your mind? I'm just, I've never experienced really, that. So I'm just kind of yeah, curious. It didn't really cross my mind um, too much because it was just very different. So like mm. the Dallas show was in a really large theater with like a huge stage. Um super fun obviously and I, i'm i will say this i don't know if i've mentioned this on the podcast yet but i'm terrible at looking at a crowd for someone that's been putting on shows for a long time i should be better at this but i'm really bad at looking at a crowd and guessing ish how many people are there yeah can't do it i i could look out at a crowd and be like that could be 300 or it could be a thousand i don't know like i just am bad at it um i think attendance was probably roughly the same at both but the venues were very different. So big, large theater, huge stage in Dallas, and then um, outdoor 
theater stage about foot and a half, two feet high. Um, just a very different vibe right. just because of the venue alone. So, I mean, all the sets popped off in both places. It was a lot of fun. They did change the order a little bit, which I thought was really interesting depending on the date. So the order of sets was a little bit different um, up until, you know, the last couple, but just like such a good time, a lot of hanging out with homies and, and it's nice seeing the same large bill two days in a row, because like I mentioned in our LDB episode, I have a hard time watching 14 bands in a day. I just like, I'm not 21 anymore. I will watch a little bit of every set, but to watch every single set all day long, I don't have it in me. And um, so watching the same large bill two days in a row was nice because like I missed the gel set in Dallas, but I was able to catch them in Austin and, mm. and things like that. So it was really nice to not feel like, Oh, if I miss this set on the Saturday, I'll just make sure I am intentionally watching them the right. next day. So hmm. it was kind of nice in that way. Um, which was awesome. I feel like that's probably how a lot of people who are on warp tour feel where they're like, Oh, I don't have to watch every set all day. I can pick and choose based on the day. So, um, yeah, it was really interesting doubt. Just Texas, Dallas, Austin, Texas scenes are great. Um, saw a lot more people that I knew from Texas that I was not expecting to see. It was like a really nice surprise. People I've met over the years at different fests, a couple of people I had just recently met at FYA um, who said hello. So it's it was really nice. It was really cool. I feel like Texas um, would get like a like a, a rap that it's just like a crossover music kind of state not like and crossover not like you're like a flyover scenario but like the musically it's all like the like sonically the, you mean sonically yeah but i do find I, that a lot more punk and metallic and and those kind of bands are starting to pop up there and i feel like and and you can agree or disagree on this i feel like texas is maybe in a space that the midwest was a few years ago in those like underdog but like has the bands to actually like excel and be something and and those shows just like looking at some of the videos that i saw you resharing and a bunch of other people i was like mm -hmm. there's like a lot of potential here but not when people talk about like the top hardcore scenes like texas maybe isn't the one that they're rushing to no and i i think you know what i think that I can't speak to that because there were few locals that actually played this, sure, these yeah. shows. So I can't speak to actual bands from Texas too, too much. Um, the bands that I do know rip shout out to Ballista um, gagging order. Um, but I, I think that that crossover that Sonic sonically, like that crossover idea is just because of the, um, the, the, what is the word I'm looking for? Oh, Wow the um legacy of power trip is just so yeah. overpowering and they did so much for that scene that i think that that kind of just is in everybody's mind when you're not from texas that yeah. immediately you think crossover but i don't know if that's actually the case mm -hmm. it's also such a big place they have like multiple scenes so i was talking to some locals from there and they do that thing that we used to do in western canada where if a cool tour comes through and not so much anymore, um, but they were saying like back in the day kind of deal, people would, you'd hit San Antonio, Houston, uh, Austin, Dallas, and then head over to Oklahoma and you would do all four or five dates mm -hmm. on a tour if it's a, a cool enough tour. So 
it is cool for it's just such a vast state it's so large and driving across it probably is a huge pain in the ass um from what i've heard it's not the best drive it's just like it's a necessary evil in some routes but um yeah cool i am very excited to go back to texas one day i would like to go back to austin uh it was a lot of fun so yeah i i've made enough friends uh from texas through either the podcast or even just oklahoma cuz oklahoma's like kind of next door so i'm yeah. looking forward to uh either playing there one day or filming some shows or whatever comes first. Uh, because I feel mm-hmm. like I just see the, the potential to just really dominate and just really insert themselves into the conversation that much more. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, how are you doing vibe wise? Vibe wise? I'm good. Vibe wise. I'm good. Um, it's been a really crazy couple of weeks, which we'll obviously get into. It's the whole purpose of this episode right. uh, is to kind of talk about what I've been working on. So, uh, for a long time, it feels like, so to finally have these bills like announced and these, these events out. And then on top of that, we're getting back into actually having shows in Alberta on a pretty regular basis. So that's keeping me really busy. And then I still have a day job. So it's been <laughs> a very long couple of weeks, but I've had a couple of, I've had about a week or two to just really just chill out at home, um, and kind of sit in the, um, aftermath of announcing these two very massive announcements for me. Um, just to be able to sit in that and enjoy it has been really nice and to not feel like absolutely swamped by emails and, and deadlines and things like that. So it's been good. It's been good. I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm happy to be home. I think that the trip being canceled is like a blessing in disguise, giving me time to really like find my footing back at home and prepare for the summer. Cause it's going to be a busy one. It sounds like, so how are you vibe wise? Uh, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, yeah. I definitely have been feeling, especially in the last few months, just like the overarching, workload and responsibility that is that I've created through scoped. Um, and I, I feel like you've been, you know, you've been gracious with me at times where I'm like, Jessica, can I like, can I, do you have any bandwidth for me to talk through? Like just the stresses that I'm feeling about anything about like the guilt that I put on myself for not putting sets out from prom core that happened so long ago, but it's like, there's a lot of fucking stuff to get through. And Um, yeah, I've just been kind of like in a state of like trying to find a better way to allow scope to operate without, um, not like without me, but allowing it to be in a, uh, able to run more smoothly without it actually like, uh, oh, like how much time does Spencer have in the day? And I think it's Mm -hmm. especially like, you know, my, the job that I have right now is like, a, a lot of time and energy that I'm like putting into that. Um, trying to spend just more time at home. Uh, my band's got a lot of stuff going on and it's like, I love being busy and I love being in the chaos of that. But I recently, I think I've just realized that I've like put way too much on my buffet, like hardcore plate, and I need to mm-hmm. slow down take things a little slower and find uh, a better, better rhythm. And uh, yeah, I think I've just, that, that was, and I'll use this as a bit of a segue into the Mm -hmm. Alberta shows, but like usually like the last 
show in Alberta that I filmed was when Endgame was playing um, Broken City back in September. Mm -hmm. So it's been like, you know, you know, Endgame goes to Toronto and does some shows, but it wasn't like there was four in in like a week and a change time. There was like four shows and that just being at all of those and doing stuff on top of that. I was like, oh this is not the same that it was kind of prior to before the pandemic, before the podcast, yeah. before everything else. So I'm hanging in, um, but full transparency, that's like where I'm at. Take the rest that you need. I've said this to you off air before, and I will say it to you on air, but um, the scoped machine will still be there mm -hmm. if you need to take rest. And it's like, that's one thing I'm learning a lot too through all of this is knowing when to call it for myself and knowing when to make those phone calls. And can we skip our meeting this week? Like I need the day to rest right. um, or getting ahead of myself before I head out of town, because I know I'm, I'm going to come back and be burnt the fuck out. Um, and I think that's one thing that as, as I get older, at least I can only speak for myself, but as I get older, learning how to manage my energy has been such a crucial part of being so busy and, and doing all of this really cool, exciting stuff is that if I don't manage my energy appropriately, it's not sustainable for the long term. And there's no way I can go on the way that I was for, you know, the last month or two mm -hmm. um, forever. And uh, I think that's one thing that I know, I hope that I've been able to do with our friendship is, is no one to be like, yo, Spencer, slow down. Like right. you're good. It's not going to crash without you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was uh, definitely, just, uh, there was a week, a couple of weeks ago where I literally was just like, I am just like, I'm not putting out something saying that I'm taking a week off. I'm just actually just going to go dark. And no one was like battering like, Hey, what's going on or anything like that. And I actually just needed that just to kind of like sit, um, on the flip side of the coin though, after, you know, there was like two shows, you know, one uh, at Sloth on a Friday and then uh, the one with De Denial of Life on a Sunday. Um, and the way that we shot them was like, oh, this is just like a very simple like one camera edit. And it felt good to like, you know, blast edit through all those and have them now just backlog versus like yeah. the multi-camera, like, like, like super crazy high production kind of yeah. stuff. Um, so I think that there's, I don't think that things are black or white when it comes to that. And I think it's a lot of gray and, and, and seeing like when you need to take a break and when it's like, Oh, like there's something in place to actually make this more efficient and better. And maybe mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be you doing that. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the goal eventually is just to have it where I can sit in and do this podcast and then Jordan bless his soul is taking everything and, we and love running, Jordan. <laughs> running wild with it, I love which Jordan. he's done so much already. If, uh, if you, Anything that you see with the podcast from this point on going for forward, don't thank me. Thank Jordan, because he's the man. He is the man. He's listening to us, but he's not saying thank you. <laughs> it's because he <laughs> has to press seven buttons just to mute himself <laughs> to say thank you. Uh, true. <laughs> um, should we get into it? Let's let's fucking get into it. There's a lot just, to get into. Let's just do it. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to have Kyle join us on the podcast today for the folks at home who have no idea who Kyle is and don't want to assume he's like 
the meme Kyle. I should have. Yeah, I should have said that. <laughs> I should have said that. Um, Topic of today's podcast, if you didn't get that from the uh, title and descriptions, is um, we're going to talk fests and we're going to talk the fests that I have had my hands in. Um, yes, I am a crazy person. I am doing two very large festivals, two weeks apart, both in Canada, one uh, out west here in Calgary and another one in the greater Toronto area, two weeks later. Um, Kyle is my uh, partner for Hold Your Ground. I know a lot of people who are listening to this have probably seen that poster, saw our announcement a couple of weeks ago. Um, and so we decided to invite Kyle onto the podcast and make it just like a family affair. Of course. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll get him in here. Did you send him the invite? Okay. So now we just play the, the Kyle waiting game. So I'll ask you this as Kyle's kind of coming in and I'll let him in sure. to the call, but mm-hmm. was the idea of hold your ground started when we went out to Toronto and we played like end game played with cohesion. Is that the origin point or does that go even further back? Mm-mm. It's after that. I oh, mean, it's after that. Okay. That's I'm, I'm interested to hear about how the, I, how I, got involved i mean i know how i got involved from my perspective um but i'm i'm interested to hear from kyle's perspective because um from my perspective i received a call from kyle one day i was in milwaukee at the time actually this was after right after fya um i was sitting around the crib at in milwaukee uh with covid i wasn't able to leave and i got a text message from from kyle who i had met the month earlier when we were in Toronto. So I guess that is kind of, if you really want to trace it back, that is the origin because I wouldn't have known Kyle otherwise if I had not been on that little mini run with you guys. So, um, so it it may be a part of it, but uh, that's not officially where this fest started. Um, So I will let Kyle tell that story. Mm -hmm. See if he saw my text. I, this let's also just say for the record, this is the very first time we've had a call in for the podcast ever. And as someone who's been doing like almost 200 of these, this is like the fact that we have a first of any kind is very exciting for mm-hmm. me. Let's see if he's. <laughs> it might not may necessarily be the, the smoothest call in, but it's it's happening. No, it's <laughs> we're going to we're going to call him. Or phone call him. To call in. He has a puppy, so I'm like, I'm wondering if maybe he's... You have to speakerphone for the pod. Oh, right. Is he ditching us? <laughs> Just kidding. Could you imagine? We're trying to hype up Kyle. He's like, this great dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got someone in the in waiting here? room. Okay. <laughs> Here he is. Kyle. He's here, (laughs) Kyle. We thought you were ditching us. Oh, no, no, no. I called you. I was like, is he ditching us? Uh, We're not even cutting. We're just live, but not not live. Welcome to the show, bro. You're the first (laughs) ever Scoped Exposure podcast call-in guest. So I, I appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. You're making history, bro. 
Maybe. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And Jordan said the frame is good. So, uh, okay. So I was asking Jessa the, the origin of hold your ground. If that was when Endgame and cohesion had, were playing toys for toss together, but it sounds like that came later, but I want to hear a switch from the horse's mouth. Um, tell me like, why did you want to bring Jessa into the mix of this? And how did hold your ground start through your lens? pun intended (laughs) i like that so from the very start i've always wanted to throw a hardcore fest in ontario like i've been a part of like the hardcore community here for about 10 years now and obviously like on social media you can see all the u.s fests that are happening and how big they're all getting like ldb fya um and all of that sorry my dog keeps like jumping on no we love cooper (laughs) hey cooper (laughs) this is cooper everyone his live debut. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm trying to talk about my fest, dog. Exactly. Literally, dog. But yeah, so essentially seeing all those fests, I'm like, I wanna I wanna replicate that in Canada here. And not saying there wasn't anything like that here, because there was Heart Fest, Streets Ahead Fest, not Dead Yet Fest. Um, but since like all those fests kind of went away. I felt like I should be the next person to put something on Mm. and try it. So like right before the pandemic, I was like, I was organizing all my thoughts with that. And I was, sorry, I need (laughs) a Cooper, you're going in the room. That was very wholesome. I was like really wanting to get back to my scene. Are you wearing AirPods? I'm good. I am wearing AirPods. Is that a can you switch issue? your are you on yeah, can you you're, switch you're... your mic to um the computer mic? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. AirPods do I have to do the same thing. I'm like wearing them, but my mic has to come through my computer. Mm. Oh, he escaped. He escaped. Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're okay. <laughs> this guy. Jordan marked this, if, but I am very tempted to keep this all as up. if as if dog interruptions are not just a normal part of this. Yeah, show. it's a normal like <laughs> Of course, the one, one episode where my dogs aren't interrupting because they're in the right. room sleeping is the one where another dog is coming in. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, my AirPods. Yeah, just like the mics create like a little staticky noise and it's distracting. Okay, let me know if this audio is any better. That's way better. Is that better? Okay, yes. cool. That so. doesn't sound like we're eating Ritz crackers while we're talking. <laughs> um, okay, perfect, perfect. All right, so let's stop. Start from the top as far as like you're you're seeing all these cool fests and you're like, damn, why is this not in uh, Toronto? Knowing full well that there have been things in the past that have happened. Um, you know, shout out to Heartfest and Not Dead Yet and some of those other things. So. But the, like a lot of those, like not dead yet, fest hasn't happened for a couple of years at, at this point, even before yeah. pandemic. Yeah, even before the pandemic, I think the last one I went to would have been in like 2017 or maybe 2018. Um, I just remember going to one of the shows, which was like that terror show with like Year of the Knife and Candy and whoever else was on that tour. Like that was one of the shows, and like not dead yet, fest like as a as an entity, it's not like a one or two day event. It's split up between like a week or two of like random gigs throughout the city, which is cool. Um, but I wanted to do like a traditional, like one to two day fest um, where you got to line up one day, got to line up the other same venue, um, all on one flyer, all like 
all set up with all of that. So that's what I wanted to do. Like, I guess a traditional type fest, mm. two day fest. And yeah, before the pandemic, I was planning some things like kind of having some bands in my, in mind, making a list and seeing what I could do. Uh, but then the pandemic hit and I'm just like, screw that. Like, I just want to focus on other things right now. And then post pandemic, like we obviously waited so long in Canada to have shows back. Totally. And now that they're back um, and we could start plotting some things. Um, I was like, yeah, now, now's the time to do a fest. Like hardcore is just stronger than ever now. I believe like post pandemic, I feel like a lot of people got into it over the pandemic like from mm-hmm. 2020 to like now, like people that weren't necessarily into it, like people that maybe want like a more metalcore side or more into hardcore now and whatever. Um, and just like lots of new faces, lots of new young kids at shows. Like even the first show I did post pandemic in Brampton, um, tons of young kids came out and it was just awesome seeing a bunch of fresh faces that were like still into it, still down to support. Um, yeah, and so that kind of got my, my interest going just that show as well. And then, uh, yeah, I'm just like, you know what? I got to stop talking about it. I need to put this fest to work. So I started getting a list of bands in mind, like dates in mind, just the initial steps of putting together a fest. And then um, I was speaking with Jessa before the Endgame shows in Ontario. um, And we were just chatting about like cohesion going out West and whatnot. And then that she's into promoting out West as well. So from that initial conversation and then meeting, I just had her in the back of my mind as someone who would be like a huge help for this. Mm. So early January, I just sent her a message and I said, Hey, like, this is what I'm trying to do. Are you down to help? And right away she was like, yes, I'm excited. Let's do it. And then we just started plotting from there. And um, funny little note for that. I was looking through the conversation prior to this podcast. It was January 10th, that initial conversation. There we go. we were going through a list of bands that we were talking about. We're like, yeah, we should like get all these bands. I think I came up with like a list. I'm like, oh, if we can get these bands, that would be sick if it can work like budget wise. And then you're like, yeah, it should be able to work budget wise. And then like, we were just like talking about, it's like, okay, we're going to like send out these emails, talk to these like connections that we have already. Um, And from that list of bands, we booked every single band on that list. I was just going to ask how many of those bands made it. Yeah, except one because Scowl's playing uh, Scoped Exposure Fest. Yeah. And then another band on the list, um, which is like a local band, we just decided not to add. But other than that, like all the bigger like US bands, we got all of them. That's really, really cool. I haven't looked through that conversation or that list at all throughout all of this. So I'm I'm really excited to hear that. That's really neat that we managed to uh, to get every single band that we kind of hypothesized in the beginning. That's really neat. What's your Bev? We have yeah, Bev I was checks, like, we did oh it shit, we are doing things out of order as cows. Yeah, that, that's okay. That's okay. I'm ready though. I, I made sure I had a Bev. Um, Amazing. So my Bev is Jelly King, Bellwood's Brewery. Yeah, cool. Probably one of my favorite sours. Oh, are you a sour guy? Ish, yeah, like slowly getting into it. Okay. When you're More here for the I scope five year, uh, new level beers sour we're sour gonna, game we'll is get you on some point, so yeah no down yeah because sure. they're, they're a sponsor of the pod so <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely um no that that's very cool and it's like super there's something when you like put pen to paper of like something you want to do in the year ahead or like s- something crazy and then having the ability to like cross it out is like very surreal and the fact that like all except for maybe one or two were like 
came to fruition is like amazing. So I, I'm, pre- I'm, you know, as the person who's not involved in Hold Your Ground outside of like just filming it, um, I'm very proud and excited for both of you and what you're going to you. be bringing uh, to uh, Toronto. Um, should we talk about the lineup? We yeah. should. We should. Yeah. That's, yeah, January 10th to, when was our announcement? March 30th? Is that March right? 25th. 25th. So that's 65 days from that initial conversation to when we announced this lineup. Um, it was kind of off to the races as like has just been such a whirlwind mm. um, since then. For me, at least, it's kind of feels surreal the way that things have fallen together so perfectly. Um, can, definitely. Can I ahead. say that um, it was kind of funny how we we started planning the scope five year well before like i think we initially started talking about it more in like october november Mm -hmm. but uh, it was like oh shit you guys already have this badass line booked and we're still like you know getting our shoes tied and you guys have already run a marathon it felt like um but that if anything inspired us to like change how we were approaching uh getting bands on and things like that so it was just funny how some of those some of those things happened yeah it was wild um where do we start do we want to start with canadians do we want to start with the big the big dogs where any opinions um we could start yeah we could start in any any direction i'm just gonna pull up the flyer here just yeah i'm gonna do the same Because, like, I mean, there's so many bands now and then so many bands to be announced. Can you, do you have, did you screenshot, do you have that initial list that we wrote on the 10th of January? Handy? Uh, Yeah, I can. Can you? I have it. Do you want it? Do you want it? Do you want to read from that list first? I think that would be really neat to kind of look back in time. When we first started talking bands and it was right away, like we did not waste much time. Um, cause that's the fun part. Let's be honest. Booking fest is a lot of work, but the fun part is choosing the bands that you want to reach out to. Um, and having that kind of like wish list almost, uh, feels kind of similar to, you know, the beginning of December would come and you'd make like a Christmas list for Santa and you'd write your letter to Santa. <laughs> that's how it felt for me. It, no, seriously. That's like really truly like how this has felt for me was like, okay, this is, this would be the most ideal situation. But it seems like a lot. It, when you look at this list, I don't think I was prepared to only get a fraction of them, to be completely honest. And I think that uh, the way that it worked out surprised the both of us. Surprised me for sure. I just imagine yeah. a young Jessa writing, Dear Santa, I've been very good this year. Um, please have Pain of Truth play my fest. And Santa's like, fuck Dear yeah, Santa- Pain of Truth is sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right let's read read that list that we wrote on january 10th 2022 so here's the list and i have to omit a couple of the bands because they're to be announced so i will but okay. we'll know who they are just no one yeah. else until whenever we announce it yeah oh can can we try something yes. yeah can you yeah. say them but we'll bleep it out in post so i can react to them oh Okay. Oh, that's a great idea. You have sure. to bleep them out. Yeah. Jordan, you hear me? If I don't hear these bands bleeped out, they're hell to pay. <laughs> All right. Duly noted. You'll, you'll know which one. Perfect. Thank well, you. it'll be bleeped, obviously, but 
Okay. I'm, I'm glad you're down yeah. to, to playing that. Series. You'll, you can, we'll be able to tell which ones are not announced by Spencer's reaction. I think <laughs> yeah. it, let's go on this. Let's okay. okay. Um, so never ending game. Uh, pain of truth. Gridiron. Uh, end game. Cold shoulder. Cohesion. Um, and that's it on the list because everyone else, um, I either can't, well, another band I'm not even going to bother saying, cause we didn't like, we didn't yeah. end up even asking them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, fair. Yeah. And then the other one was scowl, which we didn't end up getting cause they're on the scope fest. Yeah. <laughs> what my- marking, marking this Jordan, you're bleeping out. <laughs> okay. We're back. You know, yeah. you saying it means there's more to bleep cause he's got to bleep. Kyle saying it. That's why I cla- that's why I clapped and did marker. Okay, Jordan. Producer Jess over here. Behind the scenes of the pod. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Um, man, it's, it's like I'm just looking at it here, but that initial list is like dope. So I think that there's something to be said. A lot of the the middle slots of like bands that I'm really, that I'm personally excited to be seeing Um, Mm -hmm. specifically uh, spaced shackled um, momentum as well. Um, Just because they've had a very crazy year uh, with just the internet being the thing that it is. But I think it has in some cases just made that band more in people's feeds. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, final declaration I'm really excited to see again um, I like Innervate as well like I have known Tom like through Mutuals and, and you Jessa and like the fact that we get to play a fest together is like very very sick so I I love that like I love seeing a, a fest that has dope bands but like has those like middle of the road bands to kind of like balance the scale so it's not just like look at everything we did it's like oh yeah this is sick if there's anything that you've probably noticed you'll notice that that initial list was much smaller than what is on the poster and that is um i think the craziest thing for me is just how large this got so quickly i don't i think we both would have been happy with a one-day festival with the pre-show which is an idea that we had kind of dabbled with at the beginning um and it is so much more than that. It's so much larger than that. Um, and is now going to be like a whole three days. It's going to be day one, day two, and then a pre-show on the Thursday previous. So um, it's, it's grown to a much larger beast than I had, than I personally had set out to do. And I think I could probably speak for both of us that it's, it's just massive compared to what we initially thought was even possible for a first year um, in Canada, right after the pandemic, with all of the challenges that come along with that, uh, personal favorite, Kyle, you want to go? Personal favorite band? Personal, personal, like I'm most excited for. Let's do like top top three for yourself. Uh, oh, top three. Okay, so that one that makes it a bit more easier. Um, so definitely, mm-hmm. Mind Force, Pain of Truth, and Division of Mind. Mm. Like just seeing like Mind Force and Pain of Truth videos like all the last like year, I guess, through like eight, five, six and whatnot and everything else, like seeing their live show 
and just like how much better they're getting with every show too and how much crazier it's getting like seeing that and capturing that energy like Mm -hmm. in Ontario this fall is going to be insane and like Division of Mine also is like a band like I've been super into ever since like I heard their demo and I've just been wanting to see them and like they've they've come up here like once to Toronto I think but like that was like years ago like before I was like really into them so I didn't get to see them so I'm like really stoked like they're down to come up and they're just they're just a super super cool band as well so mm-hmm. um my top three I'm excited to see Dare play Ontario uh those are the homies and it's going to be really great to have them out they played the scope two year out here in Calgary a couple years ago to, ha- to have them up for another fest um especially one of this caliber is going to be amazing um, can I also iron? can I also say that Dare playing the Scope Two Year is dramatically of a different band that, that they are now. That very very totally different. different. But yeah, yeah, sorry to cut you off. No, that's okay. Very very different. But I'm very excited to have them up. Um, Gridiron is going to be a very close second for me. That is a contender for my number one uh, most excited for space because that first off that new record slaps like mind-blowing they dropped that the same day that we were actually announcing this fest and I personally didn't know that I maybe should have known that but I didn't and I was like oh this is a happy accident this is really nice for us um so that was really cool and I'm excited to have meantime from Winnipeg out in Ontario uh those guys have been at it for quite some time and uh they're friends of mine and I'm just very uh very excited to be giving them the opportunity and to have them out at this fest but the whole lineup is just bananas and I was saying I even posted on my Instagram today that every time I look at this poster I kind of want to cry a little bit because it just does not feel real and I was thinking the other day I really don't think it's going to feel real until I'm there and we're standing there kind of looking at what we've been able to create um because it feels like a figment of my imagination if I'm being completely honest Mm -hmm. Uh, sitting here today but I mean it speaks for itself like I like we're gonna get to the scope five year stuff in a bit but I'm sure that who when you're dropping one of those headliners into your photoshop and you're like holy fuck (laughs) it's like now it's actually real it's not just like oh we did an email exchange or whatever it's like we're putting it on the poster and that if anything is like signing it, it, that's like the the stamp of approval of like shit's about to get mm-hmm. really real. So, yeah. um, can Jordan and I do our top threes? Please, yes, I would love please. that. I would like Jordan to go first because, you know, jo- Jordan, uh, you know, little we haven't really officially announced, but maybe the time this episode is out, um, that scoped is going to be documenting um the Hold Your Ground Fest, but. Jordan, when we're like, how many people can you bring out? Jordan's like, I'm going to be there. <laughs> He's like, I'm definitely going to be there. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, top three. Um, Mind Force. Um, I don't have the rest of the posters, so I'm just going to have to go off the top of my head. Um, so I'll do Mind Force, Mind Force, and Mind Force. <laughs> <laughs> good answer, good answer, and good answer. <laughs> Just so Mind Force playing three sets. Yeah, no, it's gonna be 
it's going to be a blast. I saw them in, in Texas, like we were just talking about in that intro. Um, so I'm very excited to see them again. It's going to be a, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Spencer. Okay. Um, gridiron for sure. Uh, after doing my episode with Matt, like I've already been a big fan of that band, but like, I'm excited to see Molly hit the drums and then Matt just like essentially rap for 20 minutes. Um, I'm really excited to see pain of truth. Like, uh, the time of recording this episode, Sonny dropped the LDB set and it literally looks like what a 2022 hardcore band should be in a live setting through and through. So the next hate breed, sorry, hot take, maybe <laughs> hot take, maybe, but I'm going to say it <laughs> until I'm blue in the yes. face. I think that pain of truth has, <laughs> has this, the talent and they are on the come up so heavy right now. I mm-hmm. think that they honestly, truly could be the next hate breed. Yeah. <laughs> um, Putting that on record. We'll see in a couple years, but. And I feel like I would like to say mind force, but everyone else has said mind force. So I would say it's tied between mind force and spaced. Because mm. Lexi, front of the pod, and you know, I've gotten to see uh just like them like really be on an upward trajectory. So being able to mm-hmm. see them rock um is gonna be cool. So yeah, again, very proud of both of you and uh just Thank very you. excited. Um before we let Kyle go, uh Kyle, Should... do you just wanna run through oh, sorry, you go. Oh no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, do you want to run through uh, dates, info, where people can get passes if they're still available, all that good shit? Before that, can we run through this whole lineup? We've mentioned almost everyone, but (laughs) I think that we should go through through the the proper uh, whole thing. Um, So from the top, because why not? Uh, We have Never Ending Game, Mind Force, Dare, Pain of Truth, Division of Mind, Momentum, Gridiron, Shackled, Constraint, Cold Shoulder, Endgame, Cohesion, Mile End, Spaced, Final Declaration, Enervate, Infamy, Gates to Hell, and Meantime, and more to be announced. I cannot stress that enough. There are more bands to be announced. Uh, We have a a pre-show that we have not mentioned any of the bands uh, yet that are going to be on that pre-show. We're just getting details for that worked out and uh, Kyle can take it away with the rest of the kind of info, but um, crazy to read all of that. Crazy. Yeah. Like after, after a couple of months work, well, it's April now. So even more like three months work, like after putting in all that work, getting the lineup together, getting everything booked with the venue, getting the posters done and all promoted, it feels surreal that it's finally all complete mm-hmm. and it's out in the public and I don't have to worry about like leaking anything accidentally anymore and that it's just all out there. Um, and people's reaction to the lineup was quite crazy. Like seeing that on social media, like on the Friday we announced it, it was like unreal. Like it being shared by like people that like, I would say, I guess I look up to like within the music scene, like that's crazy. Like knowing that something that like we put our time and effort into and it's getting out there to so many different eyes is crazy. Um, yeah, and like Jessica said, it's there's bands that are to be announced on this fest 
So it's going to get crazier and crazier. Like I'm excited to finalize the last group of bands for the actual fest, get that out there with the day by day lineups. Um, we're also going to do day by day tickets. Um, so that's going to be on sale later with the lineup. Um, yeah. And the pre-show is going to be on Thursday. We're just finalizing the lineup for that as well as finalizing uh, venues and whatnot. So lots more exciting things to come. And I'm super excited to sell out of passes because we're already almost 50% sold. Let's go. Yay. We love to um, that. Passes. Yeah. Passes can be bought at uh, holdyourgroundfest.com. Uh, we have currently, like Kyle said, about 50% is sold out and they are going fast now that time is going by. It's like every day there's a couple sold. So um, definitely get your hands on those before this next next lineup is announced. Um, I think that once we do those updates, uh, those last couple of bands are announced. I think that those passes are going to go almost immediately. Uh, like Kyle said, we will have single day tickets up at that time as well. Um, but if you are traveling from out of town, definitely try to get there for Thursday because we are going to have a badass pre-show um, downtown Toronto, hopefully. Um, and then the fest is in Mississauga, Ontario, which is not too far away as well for those who are unfamiliar. Uh, so grab a pass while you can. And uh, I'm so excited to see everybody there. It's going to be a fucking blast. So. Yeah. And, and all the links for everything that Kyle and Jessa said will be in the description in the show notes. So it'll be an easy click it, get it. You're, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that at least one person is trying to buy a ticket now while listening to us talking about the I fest. Hope so. Very I meta. Hope. I'm trying to speak to that one person. Um, Kyle, uh, very nice for you to jump in and, and chat about the fest. Uh, I definitely want to set up a one-on-one podcast interview with you after hold your ground wraps up and we'll obviously talk about cohesion and all the other stuff because uh this was very special for you to come in but i want to give you a proper uh podcast debut as well so we'll set that up after but um thanks for thanks for let's jamming let's also mention that kyle's band cohesion is a badass but be playing uh western canada hopefully more than just calgary we're just working that out now but uh cohesion will be out west later this summer so check we'll them out, out. we're taking over the west coast hell yeah oh let's yeah go. baby let's west go coast domination Amazing. um well kyle until uh until later this has been nice to see you bro it's been yeah, nice far to too you. long Thanks so much for having me of course it's so nice to see you we usually do our meetings over the phone we don't facetime very often so nice <laughs> yeah, to see your no. face yeah nice to see what you look like yeah <laughs> 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 all right bro um <laughs> Well, stay blessed, and I will stay see blessed. you in uh, in August. Yeah, for sure, man. Hell Let's yeah. do it. All, All right. right. Talk yeah. to you soon. Bye. It was so nice. That was nice. I, I love Jordan. Let's do Collins <laughs> more often. Collins are fun. Yeah. You know, oh, now, God. Then he, yeah, he's like, oh, the technical. Oh, can I change my answer, by the way? Yeah, what is it? For my faves? All right. My new faves that I'm really excited for. Uh, number one, still Mind Force. Mm-hmm. And then. And You're going to have to bleep yourself out of both <laughs> no, of those. No, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> You're just trying to hype That's, it up that much more. Honestly, no, it's it's going to be fucking good. And you know what? The bleep, the bleeps might have to stay there forever because. Um, yeah.
Yes. <laughs> I, should, I, should I know why the they up. need to be there. Um, I should shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, so let's go from the east to the west and talk scope five year anniversary festival. Yeah. So again, I am a crazy person. Uh, you hear people, you, you hear people, um, <laughs> you hear people that put on fest talk about like the extreme amount of work that it is. And I'm convinced I have like a, I think ADHD has worked in my favor for the first time in my entire life because somehow there are so many thoughts in this brain and I have managed to I'm going to self-identify as ringleader, both of these fests, because truly, so like Kyle and I have been working in tandem on hold your ground. Um, however, I do a lot of the admin stuff he's doing. He's handling a lot more of the hands-on kind of stuff because he is in Ontario and I'm not there. So there are certain things that I simply cannot do. So I'm taking a lot of the lead on the admin stuff for that. Um, and while I'm doing that, I'm also taking the lead on admin stuff when it comes to the scope five year is that because I am the, the booker in all of this, it is in celebration of uh, scoped exposure, of course. And it's it's been amazing working with I should shout out before we move too far away from hold your ground. I want to shout out Adam from Cold Shoulder. Adam yes. does not like a lot of the credit he does not want a lot of the credit but adam has been a huge huge help to both me and kyle i wish i shouted adam out when kyle was still with us but shout out to adam and then in turn shout out to nikki as well because both those people are kind of the the thirds in these teams and they've just been there to support and to help where they can um they're both very busy people so um very grateful for that but to to ringleader both of these fests and fests and then not only that, but to have them happening two weeks apart. I remember, I, I remember when I told, was it Ryan from LDB? I think it might've been Ryan. I told somebody that does shows and books of fest that both of these are happening 14 days apart. And they looked at me like I was insane. <laughs> and I literally, I'm at the time I was like, Oh, ha ha. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Like life's been busy, but truly I cannot, I cannot believe that we have gotten this far um, because the way that the scope five year has fallen together as well is something crazy because just, just like hold your ground started out as this small little idea of let's just do 12 bands on a Saturday, maybe make it a weekend and see what we can do to a full two day fest with a pre-show. And now the way that the scoped five year has turned from our usual annual one day, you know, bigger show for what we normally see in, in Calgary, the two year we did one day uh, on a Saturday and we are now doing two full days in Calgary, Alberta for the scope five year. How does it feel Spencer? Um, very, very weird. Um, I'm just going to, pull back the curtain a little bit when it comes to just the ideas of these anniversaries and why that was like at, like something that I feel like was worth our my attention or my time. Um when when Scope was turning one, I was like, oh, it would be cool to have a bunch of the bands that I had filmed on like a regular basis all played. And like 
I am very self-aware and very, I've said this multiple times to multiple people, like I, my skill set is not in booking shows. I feel like if we like Freaky Friday, like swapped bodies, like I feel like I would implode with all the stress and responsibility when it comes to booking two major festivals in, in two different cities in Canada. So when I was thinking about doing one year anniversary, it came as like, oh, maybe I'll do this thing. I don't really know what I'm doing. I, I have no idea about timelines of how much work it takes. And who who actually helped inspire me was friend of the show and f- friend of, uh, friend just overall friend in general, uh, JFK up in Edmonton. Uh, JFK, for those that don't, uh, don't know, JFK did a lot of like booking without, um, you know, Alberta and just Western Canada things and books for a company called Concert Works, uh, books at the Starlight Room, which is a big venue in Edmonton, and found out that he was doing some flying shows with Terror and was like, yo, I know that you're doing this thing. If you want to like, it's a, it's a terror show, but if you want to put in fine print that it's the scoped one year anniversary, like, let's do it. And I like, I felt like I've built up a lot of confidence over the years as far as what I do and why I do it. But I was like blown away even then of like, why does this person that I look up to into the scene giving me any like responsibility or like, like credit to, to do something of, of that magnitude. So the shows happened, we filmed them and it was a, a great time. And then that's what kind of prompted the like, wow, like it's really cool to bring a big band that people in Western Canada want to see and like put that on for people. I don't know how to do it. So like, that's why I reached out to Jessa. And then we did the scope two year and did dare and no right. And a bunch of other Western Canada bands. And then when COVID hit and we had two years of like the inability of doing live events. So we did things like the pop-up or, you know, when we did our three year, we just did like a podcast kind of thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. The fact that we're coming back, so to speak, with a live anniversary fest and it's as big as it is, is kind of like, what, (laughs) you know, Um, Mm -hmm. it's very, but I do think that it showcases how big scoped has gotten um, in the last couple of years, even if there wasn't any shows. Um, and that could be anything from like stuff via the podcast or just going down and doing Northern Alliance or Promcore. Like it's, I'm very proud of what I do, but I'm also like, holy shit, like do am I at this level now? There's kind of like a, like a, a gut check at the same time, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very excited to be bringing a lot of very early supporters of scoped to this fest, as well as mm-hmm. like people that I've probably met within the last six months. So, uh, that was a very, I wanted to give that context there, but also yeah. express that it's very like, who. <laughs> I think is that I don't know if you have thoughts on that yeah my favorite part about doing the scoped anniversaries is that it does get to celebrate what y'all do and um I mean as we just mentioned like the scoped machine doesn't run without people like Cole Hadley and Jordan and everybody else who's been involved you know over the years come and gone um it is it is such a community of people that I've been lucky enough to find myself in and, 
And it's been um, just a really crazy experience seeing how that's grown and the impact it's had. So it's uh, an honor to be able to do this fest and, and to have a bit of a bigger reason behind it rather than just, I just want to put on this big, cool, badass show that everyone's going to love. It's, right. It truly does change the game when there's a bit more of a reason behind it. So um, I'm very happy to be here and to, to be making it a reality and to be able to kind of um, make some of those, some of those things a bit tangible with a really, just a really fun event. And let me just say for the record that the success of scoped five year, either before or after it's happened would not be possible without Jessa. I know again, not the person to book shows. So to have your brain and mindset on some of these things where I've been like, well, we'll just do this. And you're like, there's no way that we can do that because X, Y, Z. I'm like, oh, I've never, I would have never even thought about it that way. Um, but no, I'm very, uh, I'm very thankful that you've been down with the cause and, and, and just wanted to get involved in this way. So, um, let's without talk further ado. Should we get into it? I think we should start from the bottom mm-hmm. for this one. Okay. Um, so scoped five year anniversary fest. We're not officially calling it that, but, um, presented by damage control and scoped exposure um first we have um we're gonna cut that last minute out i my brain (laughs) just farted so bad i just realized that please mark this time down i just realized that we probably should have shouted out our sponsors for hold your ground when kyle was still here didn't even think about it so we're not going to do it for scoped and we'll do it later just Mm. for continuity sake because i I hate that we didn't do that for hold your ground and I don't want to do it for scoped either. That's, that's does that fair. make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, so August 26th and 27th um, of 2022 uh, we have, this is in reverse alphabetical order because yes. of the way that the poster is set up for the record. The order of bands is by no means anything more than just alphabetical. Uh, so we have Swing Low coming through from Fargo, North Dakota. Um, very excited for their return to Calgary. It's been a couple of years since they played Wild Rose, so that should be fun. Uh, we have my favorite, one of my favorite bands from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Reality Check, uh, will be coming up. Uh, we have Meantime also playing uh, Scope 5 year, um, coming in from Winnipeg. These next couple are big for me, and I'm so, so grateful that we were uh, able to make it work. We have Karma and Ingrown both coming up. Um, Gates to Hell from Louisville, Kentucky. We have Extracts, which is, we're going to pause on this one for a second. We're going (laughs) to pause on this one, and we're going to talk about Extract, because Extract is Spencer's band, one of Spencer's previous bands. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even say it's my band. It's like I got the pleasure of being okay. able to play second guitar in this badass band. It is, it is a band that Spencer was in back in the day in Winnipeg. For the real ones from Winnipeg Hardcore, if you were around between what years? 2011, 2012? Is that maybe a bit early, but nope, roughly that's, around that's there? The right no, line. right yeah, then? Yeah. Peak. Peak Winnipeg Hardcore, one of my favorite Winnipeg Hardcore bands probably to ever exist. Um, 
And I know that there had been uh, some whispers of like, do we just get back together and play a set? I don't know if it was pushing on your end or if the guys had come to you and been like, are you down? Uh, A lot of that band, the original lineup is now living in Alberta. So it's really convenient. And um, I'm so thrilled that they are all down. I know that I've had somebody uh, from Winnipeg was like, is anybody going to care that extract is on? And I was like, I don't care. I don't care if anybody else cares. I care. Mm. Well, people who weren't around Winnipeg hardcore in, you know, those years know who it is. I hope so by then, but probably not. It's probably not going to hit the nostalgia for most people the way that it will for me. And I hope for you playing with them again. Um, But I'm very excited. I'm making an executive decision. We are putting the link to this demo, like to your uh, nuclear demonstration demo in the in the bio of this episode okay. because i would like every single person yeah, listening extract, to this episode to go and listen to that demo extract is not a spotify or streaming band like that mm-hmm. we band cam only we were camp only baby we were doing stuff way before that and i think hof who is definitely the front runner of the band and the in the the brains um of it all like i i'm sure that it's maybe crossed his mind, but he's like, I, it's probably cooler that it's only on Bandcamp. And I listened to I listened to it today, and the Heisenberg breakdown. I'm like, Dude, I can't lie. I can't even. Nobody, lie. nobody can enter my car without me showing them this demo. Now it's like <laughs> a requirement. If you're in my car, I I think on the way home from Edmonton from the uh, Serration play there last weekend. Right. Uh, on the way home from that gig. I made Logan and Asia listen to the demo like two times through. <laughs> like, on, like I was like, it started playing again. The third track was it three three tracks on that? Yeah, uh, okay. Heisenberg is the so, third track. Yeah. So the the demo ends and it just restarted. Like I think Bandcamp just like automatically started it from the beginning. And I was like, well, I guess we'll just listen to it again. <laughs> and they were like, this is good, but what? And I, it's one of those. It's one of those tapes for me that I can listen to it on repeat yeah. and it fucking rules. So that's okay. That's my excitement about extract. Yeah. I hope everybody gets a chance to listen to that demo. And that is just a really fun little, I think that that is just a, a little thing that Spencer and I kind of threw in there because we both are really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like our little, it's like, it's like a treat, you know, the, it's like it's like a reward. That's what that's how it it's feels. Like you know that TikTok? Reward. It's like yeah. a it's like a reward. That's my that's my reward. And let me also say, and I'm not saying this to again. um to what's the word? Be uh I I don't even know what the word is, but I'm not saying this to be like, oh, you never know. But it's like every time that extract would pop up and do a random set, the next time that that happens gets longer and longer and longer so the last time the extract plays was like almost five years ago yeah you guys are gonna be 40 the next yeah i think i think it's gonna be like 2050 before it's like oh i guess we should come back and play a set and it's like i don't know if i can hold a guitar my 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 bones are made of glass um but no i'm like personally like ecstatic that you know not only is this whole thing a reality, but also extract is a, a part of that reality. So it's going to be very cool. Um, for those of you who don't know extract yet, you're about maybe to. that was a, maybe that was a punishing two minutes, but I swear to God, listen to the demo. <laughs> You'll love it. Um, back to the list end game. Um, 
of course, constraint uh, from Louisville, Kentucky as well. Cold shoulder, cohesion, change, ballista, apex predator, which I'm very excited about. I just recently saw them in Vancouver back in March, and that was badass. Uh, Very excited to have them. And then our big three. The big three, which can I also say, one, originally we just had the big two, and then the big three kind of snuck in. And I, I only realized this now scoped the magic number for scoped is always three Mm -hmm. and i i think i've said this maybe once or twice but every single podcast every single live set drum cam whatever video it is doesn't start on frame zero it starts on frame three and for some Mm -hmm. reason it was like again going back to what you were saying of like scoped has always been like a collaborative like group effort originally scoped was myself Cole and our good boy Matt in Kelowna and it was like always this thing and the fact that there's three main logos on this poster is again just a nice little thing to tie into this thing that I obsess over because you know this is my baby but uh Mm -hmm. I just I I felt like I wanted to to say that so it is uh the bay real bay shit I will say (laughs) real bay shit taking over Calgary. We have Scowl and Tsunami. Um, I, I said this on the Vancouver Hardcore page yesterday because somebody started a thread where, what are bands that you want to see in Vancouver? You know, current hardcore bands. And uh, the person who made the post mentioned Tsunami. And I popped in there and I was like, uh, Tsunami's playing Calgary and it's the closest they're going to get to Vancouver for the foreseeable future. And that's from a credible, credible source. This is why it's a credible source. I know for a fact that that is going to be Tsunami's uh, one Canadian appearance. Um, And so that's been really cool. Um, Very, very excited to have them. Mm -hmm. The last minute addition to Scowl made the night before the announcement a fucking nightmare. Um, Anxiety. In in the best way. (laughs) In the best way. No, no, no. In the best way possible. So backstory with that, um, again, like kind of pull the curtain back a little bit, give people a little bit of insight to what happened there. We had asked, Gal was on our original list. We had asked them months ago if they would like to come and play. And it just didn't work out. We got a no from their agent and it was like, okay, back to the drawing board. Who are we going to put in that place? And uh, and we proceeded on with our, our lineup. We got it all together. We had the poster ready. We had the lineup ready. We had dropped the tsunami teaser. We did the teaser on April Fool's Day. Uh, kind of wanted to do a little gotcha moment because tsunami does so much elusive. They have such elusive behavior on the internet. Right. So played to that a little bit on on April Fool's Day. And I want to say it was four thirty two p.m. on a Friday night. Our announcement was the next morning at ten a.m. And I get an email from Scowl's agent that says. Hey, so the band actually really wants to make this work now. Uh, here's some offers. Can we like, let's what's up? Can we make it work? And I screamed and, and, so and loud. <laughs> I was just going to uh, butt in to say that they had no idea that we were announcing that that's the next day. They no full well could have been like, oh, maybe it's in a couple weeks or a month from now. So, they had no idea. Uh, again, very traditional 11th hour like hardcore shit when it comes to all this. Um, that, and I, I just think it was like, 
divine timing. I'm try. I'm going to try really hard throughout the, the course of this podcast, not to take, not to bring too much of my like woo woo, like manifestation, like crystal bit shit into it. Um, even though that is a part of who I am, but like, I feel like a lot of people in hardcore are probably like you crazy bitch, you and your pet rocks. But, um, but truly like, I do believe in divine, divine intervention and divine timing. And this is such a moment like that for me, where it's like, what are the chances that just in time for us to accept that offer and get them on the poster and announce the next day, um, we get that email. Cause who's to say if they had, sent the email a week later, I may not have been able, we may not have been in a place to add them. And it just is really, really, really cool. And then we were able to see them a couple days after that they were, uh, scowl was on the road with Vane and touche, uh, and they were in town on the Tuesday and we were able to, to hang out with them and, and really have some like FaceTime. They stayed at at our place here. So, uh, I was able to hang out with them quite a bit and it was just really nice to to be excited for it and to be able to talk about it and, and be, you know, make plans for when they're back and and stuff like that. So it was really exciting. And then, uh, if you saw the announcement, there is one more band on this that, um, can I say one thing about Scal before we move to the big kahuna? Of course. Um, I, I just wanted to say, like, I think any person that books any shows knows the like, oh, now we got to do another announcement because we added this person last minute. And sometimes that does happen. But like, it was very like, it was very awesome just to have like, this is it. Nothing's, you know, uh, nothing like is getting crazily changed around or anything like that. Like, this is what we got. And obviously, like, um, when I saw Scowl at Promcore, it was like obviously like a top set of mine. Um, as like that set is only like six months old on the Scope channel, yet it is in the top five most watched videos ever. Mm-hmm. So I think that just goes to show like a great set documented properly with by a great band on in in their prime. I would say, mm-hmm. and you know obviously like Cat doing a feature on the Endgame stuff. It was like. Man, it would be really awesome if they could do this, but obviously it seemed out of the cards at the time, and the fact that they're on the poster makes me very, very happy. Um, mm-hmm. The last of this whole thing, still, like, I'm going to say these words, and it's going to feel, like, weird. Um, Strife is playing the Scope 5 year in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. The strife, that band. <laughs> the the strife. The strife. Um, I I don't it, know how like, I feel about it. <laughs> here's the thing: I have few words. I have few words. I have lots of words. Um, when I tell you, I'm getting goosebumps even just thinking about it. When I tell you that I have never in my entire life been brought, I'm gonna cry. Wow, no. No, I can't. I'm not crying on the podcast. Bad bitches don't cry. <laughs> oh, holy shit. When I tell you that an email accepting an offer that I have made or like that official, that final, like we're in, let's lock it in. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're confirmed. Yes, we accept this offer. Yet whatever it sounds like, when I tell you that an email like that or a text message like that or a phone call like that has never actually reduced me to tears until this one, I am so serious. I am so serious. I have never in my life 
felt the emotions that I felt when Andrew sent that email saying officially their final member had had confirmed and they were good to go. Let's make it happen. Um, because I never in my wildest dreams thought that I could be in any way, shape or form responsible for bringing such a legendary band to hardcore and a, and a band that has contributed as much as Strife has to the culture. Like I never thought in a million years that that would be possible. And by some freak work of the universe, um, they are excited to play and, and it's all come together. And I'm just like, so incredibly grateful for, um, for the guys, for, for Andrew, for being so amazing to work with throughout the process. And, um, yeah, I, it, it really, it's, it's, I'm speechless. I'm I can't even look at the, the, the poster feels fake to me. Yeah. And I, when I alluded to it uh, earlier, when you drop in that, when I dropped the strife thing, thing, I can't even speak now. When I dropped strife's logo into the poster, when I was building it, like I had to take a beat and just look at it and be like, this feels like a, a dream. And like, I think the, the one thing that I feel ultra grateful for is that like, it doesn't matter if you have a personal connection or a tie to someone in hardcore, like no one owes me or Jessa anything when it comes to us asking them to play this fest or, you know, all these, all these things. But the fact that the, this lineup has been curated the way that it has been and strife being little, like literally like the biggest dollop of whipped cream on top of this whole cake is like so just humbling the fact that mm -hmm. like I've seen us grow a lot but I've also seen you Jessa grow a lot when it comes to like booking shows and like if by <laughs> like the the initial like first Calgary hardcore show back that you booked and Endgame played and Blind Beggar is almost like a year's span time to when the strife playing is going to be to the day it was august 26th last year yeah to the day to the day <laughs> shit's crazy <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and and like i think when we were joking or not even joking but we, we were talking about that you were like we have to manifest this and i was like i need to put like i was driving because because we met at, at your place or, or something or we got coffee and I drove mm -hmm. back to my house and I was just blasting strife as loud as I could in the car. Um, I'm super grateful and just beyond excited to be like the amount of messages that I've gotten from people that might not go to shows anymore because they moved away. The ecstaticness of like strife coming and i think for me it has always been like oh there's like the old heads who are like are coming to shows and then there's like the current scene of whatever's happening mm -hmm. and this to me actually is like feels like a huge moment of like a lot of people rolling through that might not have gone to like a local show um in a, in a long ass time and mm -hmm. i i'll also quote joel from extract who said like 
old hardcore man status if you only know three of the bands on this poster. But I think that's Which awesome. I'm okay. I think I'm that's okay awesome. with it. And I really hope that a lot of people who are excited to come out for Strife do come out for some of the other bands because it is totally. going to be badass. And like, I think that I think you're right. I think it's a a really nice time for you know people who maybe um, stopped going to hardcore shows. You know, life got in the way. They have families, real like big kid jobs, whatever it is. Um, to to be able to create this opportunity is like just such a blessing and uh like. I, I, I can't again. I'm like, I'm at a loss for words. I, we didn't, we tried not to do too much pre-production for this episode because we knew we'd have a lot to talk about, but I kind of wish we did because I'm even having a hard time just like putting my thoughts into words right now, but it truly like, I'm not here to front and be booking these massive fests and been like, Oh yeah, this has been so easy. And like, I'm going to keep all of my, how I did it as a secret. Cause I, I just don't, I, have been time and time, time and time again, checked by my friends in the most, in the last couple of weeks that no, you did earn this. You have been working towards this. You have been gaining that experience over the last 10 years of your life. And I've had multiple people point out different, different things that I've done in the last 10 years that have all led up to this moment. But truly some days it feels like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It really does. And I think that goes for anybody doing anything that they give a shit about. I think that there is that feeling of like, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know that this is going to work out the way that I want it to, but I just have to hope that I am doing everything right. And that my calls are the right calls and that the risks that I'm taking are the right risks to be taking in this situation. And, um, over the fucking moon, because I, I just like sometimes can't it's been like a blur Mm. the last couple of months and it's getting that announcing stripe you're right because I have gotten a a lot of messages in the same kind of vein where it's like how the fuck did you do that (laughs) and I don't know I don't have an answer for those people a lot of the time but I even um when I first asked meantime to play this is a (laughs) this is a, a fun story but when I first asked meantime to play I had to promise uh, Jesse, who's the vocalist in the meantime, I had to promise him that I was going to send him a screenshot of the acceptance email when we got it because he did not believe me. Like, I think that there was a part of him that was like, are you fucking with me right now? Like, there's no way. Like, I, I think he really, truly, he even caught, he was like, if you're li- if this is like a joke, like if this is a joke that you actually are this close to booking strife in Canada and you want us to play it. This is a mean joke and you cannot do this. Like you cannot fuck around like this. This is a and mean I said, time I was like, that you're doing right now. If this is a real. Oh man. Um, but it was, and I, I said, I was like dead ass dude. Like I'll send you the screenshot. So, you know, I'm not fucking with you. Like I can't believe it either. And I remember when I first got that email, I was in Texas, I was in Dallas and I was working and, uh, and I, I got it at the second that my lunch break started at work. I got the email and I was like, well, this is crazy timing. And I bawled my eyes out first. And then I you, called you both called. Nikki and Spencer. Uh, I think I called you first. And then I called Nikki, whichever one of you I could get a hold of first. Your, and I your said voice nothing. was all just like three octaves above what it normally is. Like, did you see? Did you see? I literally, I literally said, I was like, Hey Spencer, did you check your email? And you were like, 
no, what's in my email? Like, yeah. no, I didn't check my email. I'm calling you randomly on like a Friday at like noon. And I was like, did you check your email? And you were like, no. And I think you were going to check it. And I was like, we got it. We got it. Mm-hmm. And it it was, um, yeah, I'm, I'm now saying too much. I'm going to go back to being a bad bitch. Like I crying <laughs> moment over, but like, Wow. Yeah. So I hope that everybody enjoys. I hope that a lot of people are able to come out because um, I think it's going to be a very, very special um, evening mm-hmm. and and weekend as a whole. Um, there's not much more to be said about it. I think that I think that the lineup speaks for itself. I think it's going to be a really good mix of, like you said, friends, people who have supported Scope since the beginning. Uh, we've got, you know, folks from down south that are coming up that I'm really excited to see, uh, really excited to have them here in Calgary. And uh, I really hope that uh, everybody who wants to is able to make it out um, and expect to see handbills of this and posters of it all over the city very shortly, because um I think there's a lot of people we aren't going to reach by social media for this one. Right. Yeah. And I think maybe one of the last things I can say is like a lot of, I'm getting to a point now with a lot of the stuff that I do that I just try to make it as like an undeniable thing. And I think this is a very undeniable event and I'm just beyond excited to have so many friends from literally all over just to enjoy hardcore in Western Canada. So, um, Again, all the the details as far as buying a pass and and all that good stuff will be you know linked uh, with Hold Your Ground and the Extract demo and all the other stuff that we talked about. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything else that we have not hit on, Jessa, that we should hit before we wrap it up? Two things. The first one I'm gonna say: <clears throat> this cannot go on a teaser for this episode. It cannot go in the bio. It cannot go in the description. I am going to say it on this podcast. And that is it for the day that this episode is dropped. If you are listening to this episode day of, I'm throwing a discount code on the store for passes for both of these festivals. Um, Can't say what that discount is going to be yet. I will figure it out. If you are listening to this episode right now and you have not receive you have not bought your ticket yet and it is the day that this was released please go and buy your ticket i'm going to throw a special discount on there for you we'll put the Um, discount code on screen for when i edit it so what you see on screen is what you can do for some kind of discount if you're like okay i gotta buy a ticket to one uh or both of of these fests yes so So that will only be yeah that will only be active the day of this uh podcast release um so if you're a real one, you made it this far into the episode. Uh, happy birthday or whatever. Thanks for I listening don't know. to the podcast. There you go. Save thank some you. money. Thank you for, yes. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, I hope that, uh, I, I hope that some people manage to make it out to both fests. I know they're very close together and I'm on one hand, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry for myself. Um, <laughs> sorry for people who maybe don't have the flexibility with work or life or family or whatever it is that you can go on two trips uh, or be away for that long. But um, I really hope that those of you who can make it out to both. Um, yeah, that. so that's it for those two fests. Um, I did want to take a minute to 
shout out Wild Rose Hardcore Fest uh, that is happening the weekend before scoped exposure. They're doing things a little bit different this year. So um, I'm going to just pull up the poster because I think that while we're talking about fests, um, especially the fact that Wild Rose does happen here in Alberta, I personally think it's really important to include them in this conversation uh, a little bit just as we're talking about festivals, um, just because of the pandemic and the way that, you know, shit got shut down again and it's been so up in the air. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, I'm going to look at it as full. Uh, it's almost time for the dog. The dog's like, no, we're almost done. Uh, I um, think I think Brenda's getting home now, and that's oh, gotcha. what I was freaking out about. I'm gonna we go on are... mute while you're talking about this. Sure, yeah. Um, so, like I said, I think that it's really important that we touch on uh, Wild Rose. Their weekend this year is the weekend before the scoped five year. I know it's going to be a really busy couple of weeks for those of you in Alberta, and I am like so thrilled for those of us who live here. And I hope that if you don't live here, that you are able to make it out for both Wild Rose and for the Scope 5 year. Uh, there's a couple of people along with myself. We are going to try to put together a few things um, if it works out in between the two weekends. So if you are in Alberta, you have Banff right an hour away. You've got, um, hopefully we'll have a couple of other events or shows of some kind in between these two weekends, but I'm just going to really quickly go through the lineup for Wild Rose. Um, and uh, I think that credit is, uh, credit is, what is the, what is the saying? What is it called? Uh, Giving give, credit where credit is due yes. is what I'm doing here. So um, they've done a really great job with their lineup this year. And I personally am really excited. I'm going to be going to both days. Mm -hmm. Like I said, they're doing things a little bit differently this year. So we've got um, one day in Calgary, one day in Edmonton, the same headliners are going to be at both days. So that's Knocked Loose, Zulu, Inclination, and Trench are playing both of those days, both in uh, Calgary and in Edmonton on the 19th and the 20th of August. For Edmonton on August 19th, that's happening at Union Hall. We have uh, Support Mortality Rate, Punitive Damage, Juice, Meantime, and Sealed Fate a ton of uh, Vancouver rolling through for that date. That should be a lot of fun. Plus one that is unannounced. Uh, and then for Calgary, it is at the same venue that Wild Rose typically happens at. It's at the Legion downtown. We have uh, a Morning Star, Broken Vow, Set Straight, World of Pleasure. It's going to be their first set. So that should be a lot of fun. I'm really excited Ar for arguably that. Arguably one of the hottest Canadian demos in the pandemic of all time. Honestly, easily. I easily. Um, I'm not even, I'm not even straight edge. I'm, I'm it's <laughs> vegan straight edge band. I'm not even straight edge, but like I fuck with world of pleasure heavily. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Great first show for them. And Soration uh, is going to be on that as support as well. So I know that their ticket links are up on their socials. So uh, whatever your life looks like, um, I hope that you can make it to all three of these fests, but I know that that can be a little bit hard for some people. So it's going to be a busy summer. If you're in Calgary, then like you're in luck and I'm very, very excited. Yeah. Um, um so yeah, I, I, I do want to say that I think that scoped got a lot of its early start, um, through doing things like wild rose. And even when wild rose wasn't even called wild rose and it was other festivals, um, have being, having a fest that happens here 
was definitely like a point of when you know it was talked about that i was moving from winnipeg to to calgary it's like i wanted to be close to the fest i wanted to be close to the hardcore scene that happened here and i mm-hmm. know that without that like it would you know i have to give credit where credit is due and scoped has always rode for wild rose and being able to just uh help promote them as much as we could um and i know that some of those initial videos especially uh with the last year that happened in 2019 like those are some of our top videos ever. And I hope that they have felt the benefits of, you know, us kind of capturing it as well. Uh, I'm really excited about the, um, the bands that they're featuring, especially some of the ones that, you know, maybe didn't hit our radar as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that anyone within Alberta who like really loves this shit and like, it's kind of like the, the Twinkie truck, got spilled over and all this hard cool hardcore stuff is happening all in the same uh all in the same time so i think that's like really um really exciting and i'm stoked for all those guys everyone who's involved in wild rose um i'm gonna definitely be at both events myself um and i hope that you know the the people that do live here and can make it work or or don't live here and can make it work to be at both um you know, you would get your money's worth for sure because both lineups, ours, uh, Hold Your Ground and Wild Rose, I think are stacked on stacked on stacked. Mm-hmm. Good. It's a, a good year for Canadian hardcore. I was saying, uh, I actually said on on Twitter a couple of days ago, I was like, it's a the day that they announced Wild Rose, actually. I said, big year for Canadian hardcore. And I hope that people take the incentive to come up because I a lot of us have been traveling down to fests and and shows in the U S for a very long time. And I know that people in the U S are less likely to have a passport in comparison to Canadians. Um, it's just, we don't have as many places to go without a passport. So typically Canadians all have passports if you travel at all. Um, whereas that's not the case for Americans because it is such a, a huge country. So for those of you who can get your passport, come through and see what's up in the North. Um, we hope to have you. I mean, if it if it means three hardcore festivals all happening within like a month's time of one another to for some hardcore person in some American town to get their passport, have have so be it. Let's um, go. Yeah, <laughs> and I promise next year will be less chaotic. We're gonna move stuff around next year. Yeah, so that it's a, a little bit more balanced. But uh, looking forward to everybody who we see at all of these and. Uh, is that it? Is that all you got? That's all uh, I got. That's it. Uh, I'm just going to say again, okay. one more time for all the kids in the back who might have been tuning out because they're making their vegan lasagna or something. Wild Rose is, oh, I'm looking at April, not August. Big dummy. Uh, Wild Rose is August 19th and 20th. Scope 5 year is August 26th and 27th. And Hold Your Ground is September 9th and 10th. Um, if you didn't know what Canadian hardcore is, now you do. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, about that. Don't forget about that discount code. Again, if you made it this far, you deserve it. Uh, please That's go a, pick up your That's pass. a 24-hour only discount code. 
on the screen again here, maybe. Yes. But you saw it once. Yeah. Um, that's a good idea. Good. Uh, yeah. A lot of on the spot things happening this episode. So I feel very We're proud good, yeah. for, for us for, for rolling with it. Um, Hell yeah. Subscribe to the podcast. Share it if you care. Uh, we hope to see you at one of those events. Um, and we'll see you next time on Through Our Lens. Sweet. And break. <laughs>